0: And the subject on tonight is increase of God should decrease of you. Amen. Did we hear that one? Increase of God should decrease of you. In your walk with God, there must be a, should say, a development of trust in the ways of God. If you are still binding yourself not giving over to the Spirit of God after coming to Christ, this is after coming to Christ, you are still self-willed. It does not make any difference how long we've been in the church. You still got some growing to do. It must be less of you and more of God. Every day or you will stop the growing process God intended for you. We don't understand that we are far behind where God wanted us to be at this point in time in our life. We have taken too many breaks from the word of God to keep up with God's pace. We all need a daily diet of the word of God to break your flesh down so you can be spiritually balanced. Did y'all hear that? You got to be spiritually balanced. If you are not fighting against you or fighting against your I can't help it. God will never increase in you, and you will stay weak to your flesh. Our walk with God is designed for us to increase in godliness, while we decrease in the works of the flesh. If what you want to do is still the dominant factor, God has not increased in you. If you are still the controlling factor in your walk with God you have not decreased in your life and God has not increased the Bible lets us know if you save your natural life you will lose it but if you lose that which is natural in life you will save your life spiritually and eternal This godly walk depends on how much control you are willing to give up to follow God. We cannot be the God of our life in the kingdom of God. Oh, that was saying something right there. That I'm going to have to... Repeat it again. We cannot be the God of our life in the kingdom of God. Ain't going to be but one God in the kingdom. And that's going to be God himself. It's called, I surrender all to follow Jesus. I give up my control to be controlled by the Spirit of God. And I believe that's where we mostly have a problem is giving up our control. We want to stay in control. Come on now. The Bible tells us he that is led by the Spirit of God is the sons of God. That means you had to give up your control. If God's Spirit is not in control, there is another Spirit controlling you. And he is the spirit of the Antichrist. The spirit of the Antichrist gives you enough foolproof to have you thinking that you are saved when you continue not to follow the plan of God for your life. If your agenda is greater than what God's is, what God is doing, you have not decreased and in trouble of hellfire you and I cannot be the God we can't be the ruler we can't be the supreme over our life and expect to go to heaven you and I are going to bow down or bail out of the kingdom of God there is a whole book of reformation must take place if we want to be saved don't be fooled you can't be in control be the controlling factor in your war with God but we got to give in our get out reformation is to be reformed to God's way of life and be led by the spirit of God And that's the Holy Ghost. If the Holy Ghost can't lead you. How is it going to lead you to be saved? Huh? How can it lead you to glory if you don't follow it? If you are to be reformed. It's going to cost you something. You got to give up your control to God. And. And. The problem with us is we don't want to pay for what we get from God. We don't want salvation to cost us nothing. Your salvation costs Jesus his life. Come on, somebody. So why shouldn't you have to pay some dividends to salvation? Amen. And the only dividend you got to pay is to give up your control. You just can't need God when things are going wrong. But you need him at all times. So let's find out where we are and where we are not. So examine yourself by the word of God. Go to John chapter 3. This is not like husband and wife relationship where there's a controlling factor. This relationship is God is the only controlling factor. Come on, somebody. And if you want to keep your control and not give it over to God, you're in the wrong kingdom. Because there ain't no point in you going all the way to glory just to find out you can't stay. The 30th verse says, He must increase, but I must. Did y'all hear that? He must increase, but I must decrease. He must grow more prominent, and I must grow less. Wow. Wow. That's a statement within itself. That's enough for us to really start an examination right there. Is God increasing in me? Am I decreasing in my ways and gravitating more to God's ways? Hmm. Y'all stick a pin in that one. Amen. 31st verse says, He who comes from above, and he that is of the earth is earthly, and speak of the earth. He that coming from heaven is... Now, he. letting you know that the only thing that you have knowledge of is earthly things. You have no knowledge of heaven. But then he told you, he that comes from above is above all. In other words, he's above everything you think. He's above everything you go through. He's above everything that you can accomplish in this world. He still is above. Amen. And he that is earthly, you mind earthly things. Your total desire is earthly things. Come on somebody. You have no desire for heavenly qualities. Wow. Nobody has a desire to seek God and find out God if there are any gifts in the package for me. But let us come up a dollar short. We'll beat his dough down, huh? Look in the look in the uh, 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 the cabinet, and don't find no meal in the cabinet, or no 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 dry no dry beans or rice, and, and everything in the refrigerator all. You go to the cabinet because the refrigerator is already empty, and you don't find nothing in the You beat God dough down, huh? But when the cupboard is full and the refrigerator is full and you have no need for God, you never ask God, is there any gifts in your package for me? Because you be thinking earthly. You have no desire for heavenly gifts. Come on, somebody. 32nd verse says... And what he has seen and heard, that he testified, and no man received it. Wait a minute. He's telling you that when he came down, he came down and testified what was going on in glory, how to get the glory, and he said nobody receive his testimony. Hmm. Said I am the door. Huh. No man cometh unto the Father, but he came and brought you heavenly news. He said, well, at least you ought to be able to say, I know who can get me there. Amen. Come on, somebody. At least you ought to be able to say, I know who can let me in the kingdom. Amen. 33rd says... He that had received his testimony has set to his seal that God is true. Wow. If you receive Jesus Christ's testimony, you got to believe that God is right and you is wrong. Huh? Come on now. 34 said, For whom God has sent, speak the words of God. But God given not the spirit by measure. He didn't put no limitations on Jesus as to what knowledge that he can input in you. It's just a matter of how much that you want. If you want little, you get little. Come on now. It do not lessen Jesus' ability to fill you up to the brim. It's about what you allow What you want What you want to give over to Jesus For how much control you want to lose Because you you're keeping control Tells God You really don't want to know much about me Because you want to be in control of this thing You can't be in control and learn about me Amen That's why we get just a little bit Why? Because we want to give up a little control and keep the rest so God gives you a little bit. Mm, Just enough to hang yourself. Amen. Because look there. Regardless of how much control you want to give over to God, you still got to give account of every word that you done heard. Whether you heed to it or not you got to give an account to. That's Come on, somebody. Because God ain't going to tell no lie. He said his word will not go out void. It will not go out empty. It going to do what he sent it to do. Yeah. Come on now. So where we lose track is that, that same word that went out. It's that same word that's going to judge in the end. Yes. And for, us, for that word to judge at the end, and God, when that word come to judge, and God said, you did not take heed to that portion of my word. Or you refused to eat that portion of my word. So therefore, that portion of that word has come to speak against you. Wow. You think it's going to be somebody else up there speaking against you? No. The word of God is going to speak for you or it's going to speak against you. That word is going to tell God whether you gave your control over to him or whether you didn't. Ain't nobody got a brow, beat you. Huh? Come on now. 35th said. And had given. Wait a minute. The Father, now we're talking about the one in heaven, right? Loved the Son, we're talking about Jesus Christ. And had given all things into his hands. So guess what? That means that Jesus has got to be the controlling factor. And if Jesus is not the controlling factor, it's because you haven't given over to him. Amen. Bible tells us that if you draw nile unto him, he'll draw nile unto you. Am I right about that? Amen. Amen. So in order for you to draw nile unto him, you got to give up some control. You can't come when you want to. Hello, somebody. You got to come when he calls. Thirty-six verse says, "He that believeth on the son had everlasting life. He that believeth not on the son shall not see life." For the wrath of God, uh, that is saying, if you ain't giving up control, the wrath of God is going to abide on you. huh? He who believes in, has faith in, has cling to, has relied on. You ain't relying if you ain't giving up control. You're not relying if you still increase it. And, 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 and God hadn't got any, any, any increase in you and you ain't decreased and God ain't increased you ain't clinging. The son has now possession of eternal life but whosoever disobeys, is unbelieving toward and refuses to trust in refused to disregard is not subject To the sun and will never experience life. Wow. You mean to tell me the little simple things. That we try to hold on to. That God tried to get us to turn loose. You would never ever see. What God really has for you. Because you won't give over to him. You would never reach your plateau in God. Because you refuse to do it the way God wants you to do it. My Lord. Hmm. Hmm. Children of Israel never became, the group never became the people of God that came out of Egypt because they refused to do it God's way. Woo! that God had to raise up another nation from among them to make it to the promised land because they would not obey the voice of God. They would not give God control. So he did not let them make it out of the wilderness. Four-day journey, 40 years. Wow. Four days, bro. They went around in circles for 40 years and didn't even know. It. Tell me God can't keep you where he wants you at. On, huh? Just like he kept them from growing, he can keep you from growing too. Come on, somebody. Just like he kept them from receiving, he can keep you from receiving too. God must increase in you you must decrease in you amen well let us go to Romans chapter 12. There was a time that the Spirit of God would be so heavy in your life and you would be so excited about the Spirit of God. What happened? Now it seemed like Saints of God got the Down syndrome. And everything wasn't going right, wasn't going okay then. Huh? But they had an excitement in them about God. And it caused them to override or overlook what they was going through. Huh? To still praise and worship God and depend on God. Now, saints of God, nowadays if God don't show up when you think He ought to show up, you got the down syndrome. My Lord, that ain't God. Another, another tidbit for you too. That ain't faith either. Huh? The just shall live by faith. Amen. So I can't tell you no more than what the scripture says. The scripture said that the just shall live by faith. Amen. And faith is not going by what you see. Huh? We're in a time. In, 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 in our life now in this world that we're in now it's going to be some stuff you're going to see and if you watch what you see guess what you're going to have the down syndrome stay, stay. My, my, my. Amen Whoa. Romans 12 verses 1 and 3 let's, let's read it please I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. He, he, he He didn't seek them by his own. He said by the mercies of God. God has showed you enough mercy that you ought to be dependent on God. huh? God's mercy has found you on a daily basis and you ought to have enough to be looking toward God. I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Now, present your bodies with a Down syndrome. Huh? Come on, somebody. You got to make a decisive dedication of yourself. Yeah. Wow. God looking for somebody to make a dedication of themselves self to him. To him. Care whether Jane think about it or not. I got to make that dedication to God. Come on now. Jane don't want to go. Emma got to go. And she want to be dedicated to God. That was to all you uh, don't feel good folks. Huh? I ain't feeling it. God didn't ask you whether you felt it or not. He told you to dedicate it. Dedication calls you to go through some things. Dedication causes you to go when you don't want to go. Come on, somebody. Come on A living sacrifice. Huh? A devoted sacrifice. A consecrated Sacrifice, acceptable unto God. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Flash it in your mind. God, is my dedication been acceptable unto you? Is what I'm doing been pleasing unto you? have my actions? Been according to your way. In my living, am I decreasing while you increasing? Or vice versa? Huh? Is the service that I give you God? Have you found it reasonable? Wow. Huh? Only time we can find to give God reasonable service when we on top of the mountain. But what about in your valley days? Is your service still reasonable? Come on. Come on, somebody. Because I don't see where the Scripture said when you're doing good, give me your reasonable service. He you wants your reasonable service at all times. Because, see, you got to be proven, baby. You got to be proven to God. Are you worthy of what God has to give you? See, a lot of times, we don't know how to hang around and get anything from God because we don't know how to go through. We don't know how to go through depending on God. We don't know how to go through waiting on God. We don't know how to go through... Praising God, even when it don't seem like everything is good enough to have a praise, and you 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 can't show God that you got an inside praise anyhow, which is your reasonable service. Why do you say reasonable service? Your uh, 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 because, for the fact matter of fact, you ain't had to sweat no blood. You didn't have to hang on no cross. Didn't nobody beat you with many stripes. Huh? So that's why he said for you to be that living sacrifice. Jesus died to give you the opportunity to be that living sacrifice. And we can't make that. What good are we going to be? Huh? Second verse says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of. There got to be a transformation. Get out of your old thinking. Come on now. I'm, I'm seventy-one. Ain't no point in me thinking about what I was doing at twenty-five. It's just a thought, Jane. Huh? I can't go forward because I'm still trying to think twenty-five. And somebody that'd be come along and say, "Oh, fool, think your age." 71, you ain't going back? Come on now. If God done save you, you shouldn't be going back. Huh? Say, behold, I make all things new. So why you keep holding on the old stuff? Come on now. (laughs) Sometimes y'all want to hold on to but how tough y'all used to be. Your bones ain't the same no more. You just tough in your mind. If you get in a fight now, you'll need a gallon of Ben Bengay when you come out. So why keep thinking foolish? They start trying to think spiritual. Ain't no fool like an old fool. It says, if God had to look down from glory and say, That old fool. I gave him a change. And you don't even know how. It's bad when you got a change of clothes and don't know how to wear them. Ain't it? Huh? God give you a change of garments and you don't know how to wear. Them? Huh? God give you a change of holy garments, and then here you come with holes all in your knees and holes all in your behind, and everything else got holes in it. When you came on this side of salvation, God gave you a new garment to wear. It's a shame that you keep going back, pulling out the same old garment out of that same old closet. Hmm. Renewing of your Mind. If you can't take your mind out, you can't go either. Huh? If you, Lord have mercy, if you keep your mind in the ghetto, that's where you live. God told us a mind heavenly thing. That's why we can't, That's why he can't increase in us because we will not mind heavenly things. Come on, somebody. Sister Turner, put it mildly for y'all. Set your affection on heavenly things. Where's our affection? On everything but heaven? Come on, somebody. Because we won't allow our mind to be renewed. Amen. Renew your mind that you may prove what is that good. And acceptable And perfect No your will Well why do you keep trying to operate In your will Why are you trying to hold The scriptures in your will Huh But it told me The will of God So if you still Operating in your will Then God has not increased and you have not decreased. You still in control. I want to be. My, my, my. Come on somebody. Perfect will of God. Huh. Perfect will Of God, not my will, not your will. If it was based on your will, you wouldn't have needed a savior. And I can put it even plainer than that: if it was based on your will, you already been—you've been got you a rocket ship and gone to glory, huh? And all them folks that you claim you love, you'd have ran off and left them, right, right. heading to glory. Yeah. Thanks be to God; it ain't by your will, though. Yeah. Huh? Thanks be to God; it ain't by your will because He said all them that's going up, going up together. <laughs> Come on, somebody. Amen. So the third verse says. For well, I say through the grace given. Now listen, that Paul. Paul said, "I'm speaking through the grace that is given unto me." Yeah. Oh, he ain't putting nothing on himself. He's speaking at the grace of God that give unto him. He said, "Through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think." Bring your head down. Get your thoughts in order. Put your mind on Jesus Christ. Renew your mind. Get out of your junk. Mm. Not to think more highly than you ought to think. But to think soberly Stop thinking like a drunk man. Yeah. Uh, stop thinking like you ain't been on your medication in two, three weeks. <laughs> yeah. Come on, somebody. Ro, I missed a couple of pills. I, I one-up myself. But to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measures of faith. You got to think soberly. Huh? saying you ought not to be thinking out of your head. You ought not to be thinking outside of the spirit of God. You shouldn't be thinking outside the box. Come on somebody. Mm. We don't understand that it is the antichrist that keeps, that tries to keep the church from jailing. It's his job. Did y'all hear me? It's his job. And anybody that he can find to use to do his job, he gonna do it even as it's your mama. Y'all hear me? So guess what? If he'll use your mama, he'll use you too. Get in your children. And if your dog come to church, he get in him. Huh? Keep Roscoe out the church, man. Keep Rocco out the church. Leave Rocco at home. Rocco too big to be dealing with. We're we forgetting about who we're dealing with. Come on now. I, I remember when the first lady told me, she said, uh, just about sometimes she wake up and, 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 and find herself mad and not have to look back and say, What? Get on the job and be frustrated. What am I frustrated about? You better start finding out what you're mad about. You better start looking to find out what you're frustrated about. Because if you do, you'll find out that your frustration is about zero. And you probably don't even remember what it was about. I was just mad because I was mad. Huh? man yeah i am got mad cause Jane and said, good morning baby huh <laughs> 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 come on now you gotta find out what's controlling you. Man. Jane won't forget that one no more, will he? Let's go to let's go to Jeremiah chapter 18, if you will, please. Uh, Jeremiah got something to talk about. Are we there? Start at the first verse. The word to Jeremiah from the Lord said, "Now here is God talking to the prophet, and he's going to talk to the prophet about the nation of Israel, just like He talks to the man of God about His nations now." Second verse says, "Arise and go down." and thou will cause thee to hear my wait a minute he could not hear the word until he did what God told him to do he could not hear nothing till he got down to the potter's house oh some of y'all are going to tell me now Lord cause you don't hear it right then then you don't think it's for you but you got to go where God wants you to go to hear what God got to say. Come on now. Third verse says, Then went down to the potter's house, and behold, he wrought a work on the wheel. And the vessel that he made of clay was marred in his hand of the potter. So he made it again. As seemed good to the potter to make it. Then the word of the Lord. Wow. You got to see something before you can know something. Come on somebody. God did not speak until he showed the potter. I mean Jeremiah what he wanted him to see. Wow. A simple operation down at the potter's house. The potter making a vessel. Structuring a cup or whatever. I know Jeremiah probably said, what in the world is going on? Huh? He was doing a work on the wheel. Ah. Then it said, And then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Said the Lord, Behold, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house, good God Almighty. God said, Cannot I do with you the same as the potter? did with the clay. Just like the clay was in the potter's hand, God said, pay attention because you are in my hands. And cannot I do with you as the the potter did with the clay? Then you got to remember two things. There were two things the potter did. The one that he couldn't make over, he throwed it away. Huh? The clay that was no good in the potter's hand, he throwed it away and got some more clay. Don't let God find a replacement for you. We're down to the why, people. And if the church is going to shine, the church got to shine now. If the church is going to be in God's hand, it's got to be in there now. So if you need be to go down to the potter's house, you better tell God to put you back on the wheel and make you over again. Because you got to come up with the conclusion, God, I can't make it to heaven like I am. I got to be made over. God, you got to do a work on me, God. you got to put me back on the wheel. God, I got to be that vessel that you find to make over that you can save my life. Hallelujah. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm in your hands, God. Move. Still got some growing to do people. And unless you give God the control. You ain't going to grow. You're going to be that clay. That was marred in the potter's hand. And he throwed it in the trash. And he made a new vessel. And you know what? The vessel. Now, now, now you got to remember this now. The vessel had to be to the liking of the potter. You got to be to the liking of God. Ah, uh, you ain't gonna be your own vessel, huh?